0: Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Bad Marriage, Toxic Wife, Miserable Life. Well, I've got an email. This is like a success story in process or progress, I should say. So this is from a 39-year-old viewer who got into a marriage. So he's been with his now soon-to-be ex-wife of his. For about 17 years, they got an 11-year-old daughter, and she's lying, cheating, toxic, got mental illness, and part of the problem with her is she's one of those people that doesn't think there's anything wrong with her because she believes the medical establishment is a scam, so she won't take her medication, won't do therapy, and she's just basically hell on wheels, and this guy finally woke up, came across my work. He's in the process of getting a divorce now. There's all kinds. I mean, it's just this email here is for you guys that are thinking about getting married and wanting to involve the state because he's now in the middle of getting a divorce. And even though he's dealing with a woman who's mentally ill, refuses to take her medication, won't go to therapy because of the law is in his state, she'll probably end up with 50-50 custody of the child so but he's completely turned in his life around he's been reading my book he obviously doesn't originally he got into me got into my work many years ago attracted his wife because he was concerned about his daughter obviously and but now he's recognized that there's just there's no way to fix this woman that he's with and she's not interested in changing her ways anyways he gave her multiple chances she's been lying cheating it's just all kinds of bad things going on <clears throat> in their marriage but he's you know he, what he said over time he's like literally your work saved my life because he had a uh, I guess a couple years ago he had a stroke just from the stress because he gained a ton of weight so in, since august of this past year we're now may of 2023 so august 2022 since then till now he's lost 110 pounds And he's almost back into the same shape and fitness he was when he was in the Air Force in his early 20s. So that's all good. So it's a good email because he shares a lot about what he learned and what I really like about it is he takes complete ownership for his mistakes. He says, this is all on me. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not blaming her. I made the choice. I made the choice to stay in it. It's like the Don Shula quote that I often like to repeat. Usually when I'm trolling the Red Pill guys is that, What Don Shula said is strong men blame themselves and weak men blame others. And that's what a lot of guys in the red pill community do is they blame the woman, but they ignore the fact that they didn't vet her properly. They got into a relationship like in this case, this guy went ahead and married this woman, even though all those red flags were there in the beginning. So with that said, let's go through his email because there's a lot we can learn, especially those guys that are maybe just got divorced last year and they're already thinking about getting married again and going through that whole process, this is, a, this is a good email to wake some of you guys that are half asleep or delusional up. So he says, hey coach, I wanted to say thank you. Your work has helped me completely turn my life around. I still have a lot of work to do, but I believe finding your work helped to lead me to make the changes I needed to make in order to literally save my life. I think some of your other readers and viewers can benefit from my story. I was a disgustingly weak beta male and fully expect you to have fun at my expense. So he encourages it. I appreciate it. Because once you accept your flaws and your faults, nobody can use them against you. And when you can look back at them and laugh at yourself, then it loses the emotional charge. And you can really move on without the ghosts of the past holding you back, so to speak. So he says, my name is Bob. I'm a 39-year-old male with an 11-year-old daughter, and I've been married for nearly 17 years. I met my wife when I was 20 years old, and she was 18. We were married when I was 22. At this time, I was extremely confident, in shape, and had just joined the U.S. Air Force. Thank you for your service. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Memorial Day is all about the guys that didn't come back. So we can have barbecues and go to the beach and drink our cocktails and argue with each other on Twitter and the internet about stupid things and politics because of the people that are no longer here. It has nothing to do with first responders or firefighters and even though we appreciate those guys, Memorial Day weekend is for the men and women that lost their lives in battle and combat and didn't come back so we could sit here in an air-conditioned room, and watch YouTube videos (laughs) all day. So give thanks to those who aren't here anymore so we can screw around. Within the first year of our marriage, I realized I had not vetted this woman properly as she was extremely emotional with extreme highs and lows to go along with fits of depression, anxiety, and threats of suicide. That sounds like fun. So what does any man do? I tried to be the white knight, the dependable, nice guy, because he's a good dude. Big mistake. During this time, she discovered she is bisexual and cheated on me with a woman. This is 16 years ago, meaning one year into their marriage, and we were young, so I shrugged it off as experimentation and jokingly said, hey, I'm okay with this, but I need to be invited. No lying or sneaking around. I mean, it is a good comeback if you're going to stay married. But, hey, if you got a hot girl and you're hooking up with her, bring her into the bedroom for both of us. Don't keep her all to yourself. So he's trying to make things work. But, as we'll find out later, after this, due to her impulsivity, she ran up thousands of dollars in credit card debt, not once, but three separate times over six years that inevitably put us into bankruptcy yeah it's if if you're with a woman that can't manage your finances the worst thing you can do is put her on your bank account and add her to your credit cards because she'll just bad way to go she wants to spend like a drunken sailor let her get her own bank account and have her own credit cards but if you're married filing jointly that could be a problem so maybe it would be better to be married and file separately. You should talk to your tax advisor about these things. But bottom line is if you're with a girl and she can't control her spending, do whatever you do, don't give her access to your bank account or your credit cards or your debit card because she'll blow through your money. That's just asking for trouble. Guys say, we're married. We're supposed to share everything 50-50 well when the shit hits the fan they always go after whoever has the deepest pockets and like in this case she was mostly a stay-at-home mom so obviously she ain't gonna pay this stuff off the money was a setback but what was more damaging was i noticed how easily she could lie to my face and deceive me without so much as a second thought this is why you got to vet properly do they keep their word is she honest This is why you should date for several years before getting married, especially when you're living in a blue state, because all the laws are slanted against you. You have little to no leverage at all. When I exited the Air Force, I was 28 years old. We moved into a house, and I started a new job as a retail manager, and she also had a job as a retail manager. For us, a couple 20-year-olds with decent jobs and a house, we thought, let's start a family seems logical literally 10 months later we had our daughter this is where the train really comes off the track seven months after my daughter was born i was getting my wife's license plates renewed and i looked in her center console for proof of insurance and found a valentine's day card and notes from the woman she cheated on me with previously huh imagine that she lied and continued to lie and didn't break off the affair after all and years later he finds out about it he says that's right it never stopped she had been having an affair with a woman and hiding it and lying to me about it for our entire marriage and even agreed to have a child with me i was sick at that moment i told her i wanted a divorce and moved out one month later to our home state in missouri Three months later, she moved back in with her parents, also in Missouri. We were separated for nearly two years and ultimately have years of begging and pleading that she would be different. I took her back because I needed to be there for my daughter, but I never trusted her again. Well, that's obviously smart because she's not trustworthy. Remember what Maya Angelou said, when somebody shows you or tells you who they are, believe them the first time my wife's depression was at an all-time high and she attempted suicide being hospitalized for a week their doctors thought she might be bipolar and instructed her that she needed to go on regular therapy and put on medication when she got out of the hospital she stopped taking the medication and never continued therapy that's that's the big problem if you're going to get involved with women that have mental health issues and they're medicated it's like my mother was a psychotic schizophrenic. and I wrote about that in Mastering Yourself. And schizophrenics think there's nothing wrong with them. They don't want to take their medication. They think everybody else is the screwy ones. And when she would be off her meds, like about three, four weeks afterwards, she would look, man, what a mess it was. But women who understand their issues and take their meds and they go to their therapy, if they're willing to be disciplined about it, then you can give them the benefit of the doubt. But somebody like this who just like, hey, I'm not taking my meds, I'm not going to therapy, screw those doctors. It's like, Phew. so notice what he says next. The emotional highs and lows never stopped, the self harm and emotional abuse never stopped. Three years after we got back together, I walked in the bedroom one day and found her bent over the bed naked, taking pictures. She tried to play it off as she was trying to find a threesome partner for us, but I always knew it was a lie. I just refused to accept reality for what it is. Well, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. I knew I couldn't leave the marriage because I needed to protect my daughter from my wife's outrageous behavior. Three or four years later, I found out she had accumulated another 15000 in credit card debt that she had been hiding from me. At this point, I have been doing very well in my business and was able to pay this off easily. But again, the lying and deceiving continues. She quit her job and insisted on being a stay-at-home mom because she could no longer mentally handle a full-time job, but she still refused to seek treatment for her diagnosis or take medication because she believed the medical system is a scam. She hates the patriarchy. And believes meditation and crystals is all she needs to regulate her emotional state. Obviously, that didn't work out too well for her. He says, in August of 2022, I suffered two strokes at the age of 38. Now, keep in mind, he's overweight and really unhealthy. Because he's miserable. He's absolutely miserable. Why go to the gym? Why eat healthy when you're miserable like this? It's like, you have no hope. It's like... Why take care of your body? And then he has two strokes. That's typically a wake-up call. It was at this point she went through my phone and found out that I had been watching porn. (gasps) Oh, my God. Imagine that. While in the hospital bed, she threw my phone at me and said, you lost me before this. Well, that sounds fun. (laughs) She took my daughter and left me in the hospital alone for a week until I was released. 30 days later, she told me she wanted a divorce. I thought you picked the wrong guy at the wrong time. You got it. I am gone. But my daughter and I are so close, and unfortunately, I cannot get sole custody. Well, you should talk to your attorney, but it depends on the laws in the state. But if you got a mentally ill wife who's bipolar or whatever it happens to be, and she refuses to take her meds, refuses to see her doctors, uh, you know maybe you can get her declared medically incompetent I don't know how that works but again you got to talk to your attorney but that's just such a messy process. can you imagine being this guy It's like oh God a couple months later I stumbled across your principles to get an ex back and purchase your audiobook and at this point I have listened to it at least 20 times along with mastering yourself twice <laughs> a nice white book and by the way you can read these at, in at understanding relationships like I do. Put your name and your email in the subscribe box and subscribe to the email newsletter and it'll open up right in your web browser. He says he's also read The Way of the Superior Man three times, which is an excellent must-read book for all men, which really made everything click for me and How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've read that twice. Taking the advice of Seven Principles Get an X Back, I was able to attract her back, but I felt nothing for her and was unhappy, and after reading all the other material... I finally decided I want better for myself and want to set a better example for my daughter. I focused on three things. My purpose, my health, and being the best dad I could be. Good job, dude. I told her I wanted the divorce and there would be no reconciliation. Two weeks later, she had me served asking for primary custody. Well, before you dropped the bomb, so to speak, on your marriage, you should have definitely... Talked to an attorney and got all your ducks in a row instead of letting her blindside you by serving you. Two weeks later, she had me served asking for primary custody, child support, and alimony. I am currently going through all the divorce proceedings now. So now that I have told you all that I've been through, let me tell you what I have learned. All of it is on me, he says. He takes 100% ownership because at the end of the day, he, he said yes to her he kept saying yes to her he's the one that took her back and asked her back so he lists, lists all his mistakes here so we can all learn from them he says here are my mistakes number one i did not vet her properly because we were too young and got married too fast well that's the beauty of three percent man if you apply what's in here it'll bring out the best and the best really fast and the fruit loops and the lunatics it'll turn them off and piss them off really fast so you can get them the hell out of your life as quickly and as effortlessly as possible because when one door closes another one opens and then when the new door opens you're like wow she's cuter and even hotter than the last one and more mentally sane (laughs) number two i was a weak beta male and let her get away with anything by trying to be understanding and being the nice guy i was a complete doormat and it is gross Yeah, women can't love a man they don't respect. And if you act like a doormat, no woman's going to respect you. That's why they treat you with dirt and they keep getting worse because they're hoping deep down that you stand up to them and put them in their place. Number three, I stopped focusing on my mission and purpose. Well, that's what makes a man a man is a mission and a purpose. Number four, I let myself go and gained weight and had zero fitness. Yeah, when you lose hope, it's like, what's the point? Number five, I refused to accept reality for what it was, constantly projecting the fantasy of what I wanted it to be. Well, as who was it? Aristotle said, people do more to avoid pain than they do to gain pleasure. was it 2,000-something years ago, and it still holds true today. Number six, I used my daughter as an excuse to stay when in reality I knew it was not going to get better. Fifty percent of the time with her father who is 100% himself and not beat down is better than 100% of the time with a father who is a shitty example. Amen to that, brother. Because especially when your daughter gets to be about 12, 13, 14 years old, she's going to recognize that mom's a fruit loop. And if you've been a great dad, she's going to listen to you and tune the freaky ex-wife, her mother, out and not really listen to much of what she says. My advice to any of your followers would be to read the damn book and own who you are. And that means read it 10 to 15 times. Don't cherry pick. Guys will do it anyways, but I keep saying it. And, you know, some of the betas get pissed. You can uh, read your book 10 to 15 times. Why are you always saying that? And it's like, well, the guys that read it like this guy's over 20 times. You see, he's completely turning his life around. It took him a long time, but you'll see he's having some great results. You cannot ignore the red flags and if you do you are only hurting your future self and possibly your future children. If you encounter a fruit loop bipolar narcissist BPD borderline personality disorder etc especially if they are not being treated or not taking their medication run and never look back. Yeah if, if that person that you're dating refuses their meds refuses therapy refuses to get any help in other words they're not doing anything to participate in your own rescue is like get the hell away it's just you, you you know you can't help somebody that won't help themselves it sucks but i mean this guy gave this woman 17 years and look what he got for his trouble he got served first in the divorce you can and will destroy your life and waste your very precious time I almost died at 38 due to stress and not looking after my health because I hated my life. Yeah, why, why go work out? Why eat healthy when you hate your life? You get up every day and you're just fucking miserable. Since August, I have lost 110 pounds. Good job, dude. And I've gotten myself in a very good shape, almost back to the level of my military days. I have been more focused and diligent at work, increasing my income as I am commission-based and started approaching and talking to women again, scoring several numbers. But I'm not dating yet as I want to wait until my divorce is finalized so I can turn the page and start the second half of my story with a clean slate. Well, honestly, dude, a little sh- whoosh, a little stranger do you good. But I wanted to start getting some practice in and working on my confidence. I even have a 23-year-old girl who is easily a 9 out of 10 pursuing me as I typed this email asking me to go out with her you should and that she doesn't care about my ex and understands lol yeah i'd be i'd be spending time with her doing the horizontal bop the unskinny bop bop as brett michaels said yes my soon-to-be ex is a fruit loop did terrible things to me and belongs to the streets but i was clueless about women and i made several mistakes as far as reading her attraction understanding her communication style which is why after learning those things i was able to attract her back but after nearly dying and finding your work i began to realize my own self-worth again and the fact my time is my most valuable commodity i cannot waste my life hating my life now i'm attracting younger hotter and most importantly better quality women which is your birthright who hopefully have their heads screwed on straight as i will not be making that mistake again lesson learned easygoing easy to get along with yes please if i had not found your work i may have ended up back with her and would have died a slow miserable death being a doormat and hating my life and probably would have had more related health problems leading to a premature death super important to vet the people that you're gonna spend your life with especially your intimate partners because it literally will shorten your life. Because if you stay with somebody that makes you miserable, you lose hope and then you give up. You literally helped me sit to save my life, Coach. Thank you. I hope this story helps someone else. I appreciate all you do for everyone. You are truly making a great impact in the lives of many. Well, the most important impact is guys like you doing this. Because I'm one dude in a sea of 7.5 billion people. And the more men and women that understand this stuff... The more you have the power to influence your communities, your kids, the people around you, and to get to the point where the stuff that we talk about all the time here is just it's common knowledge. And if it's common knowledge, as Thomas Jefferson said, enlighten the people generally, and tyranny and oppressions of body and mind will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. That's definitely something to think about. So, if you've got a question or a challenge you'd like to get my help, go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.